This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. The word inflation is back in our vocabulary after a somewhat lengthy hiatus. We're seeing higher prices. The consumer price index rising eight-tenths of 1% for the month of April, which was quadruple what expectations were, and it gave us inflation that hadn't been seen in nearly 13 years. But even with that rise, some economists expect inflation to not have a significant impact on the U.S. economy longer term, and that what we're seeing now is somewhat temporary. Itai Goldstein, finance professor at the Warren School, joins us to take a look at what's going on. Itai, great to talk to you again. Hi, great to be with you. What's been your reaction to what we've seen lately in the last uh, month or two around inflation? Well, it's uh, certainly uh, quite eventful, I would say. Um, You know, people are talking about uh, the potential for inflation for quite a while. If you think about going back to the 2008 crisis and all the stimulus and the quantitative easing that followed it, there was always this concern that inflation is going to pop up uh, as a result of that. And none of this happened. Uh, we didn't have inflation. And now uh, when COVID started and you had uh, a lot more stimulus and more uh, Fed uh, intervention, um, then, you know, people again started saying, well, eventually this will lead to uh, inflation. Uh, but I think others were uh, cautious, given the previous experience, and, and said, well, we didn't see it then, we're going to see it now. So there was kind of this debate. Um, and, and I think people who thought we we're not going to see inflation had the upper hand for a while. Uh, but then certainly the, the new uh, pieces of, of data uh, were quite a shock. And I think now everyone is in anticipation to see what's going to happen next, uh, whether this is just a temporary uh, change or more persistent. And, and I guess a lot of the attention right now is really watching uh, not only what the uh, data is showing, but how the Federal Reserve reacts to this data. Yes, that, that's, uh, that's absolutely true. Uh, so there is a bit of a game, right, between uh, the, the data and then the reaction uh, of the Fed. And I think overall, when you think about the reaction of the markets uh, to the news, it's not always a reaction to the news itself, but rather starting to anticipate uh, what the Fed is going to do uh, in response. I mean, the, the Fed sent pretty clear and strong messages, um, you know, over the last year or so that uh, it is not going to be deterred by uh, signs of, of inflation and that it's going to keep a loose monetary policy and keep the rates uh, down and so on. I I think there was uh, some kind of announcement that said, you know, we're not necessarily targeting inflation of 2%, but we want to see it 2% on average, which kind of indicated, you know, even if it goes above 2% temporarily, we're not going to change the the monetary policy. So so I, I think the expectation was that the Fed is going to stick to it and keep the rates uh, low and keep monetary policy uh, loose. Uh, But certainly the number that came out uh, for the the month of April um, was quite alarming. Uh, No one really expected uh, the number for for inflation to be that high. So now we start Mm -hmm. seeing uh, sort of more expectation that maybe the Fed will eventually be uh, uh, will eventually act and, and start raising uh, rates and uh, tighten monetary policy. 
So if you can look at this window, as you said, from 2008 up until realistically when the pandemic hit in early 2020, uh, there were obviously some things in play there that kind of held inflation in check to where we didn't see what was expected. So here we are now, uh, you know, 15, 16 months uh, from the start of the pandemic. We've obviously had a boatload of stimulus put in, much more than we saw in 2008, 2009. The expectation is we were going to see at something at some level. But my question is actually, are some of those elements, maybe some of those fundamentals that were in play from 2008 to 2020, are they leading a lot more of this thought process of, okay, once the stimulus is kind of in there and kind of into the system, we may go back to kind of, you know, what we saw over that decade from the from the global recession. Um, yes, I, I think so. I mean, I, I think um, there was this thinking <clears throat> going on that, uh, you know, maybe times are different. Maybe we are not uh, under any real danger of, of inflation. You know, if you think about the, the U.S., it had its bouts of inflation in the past, but it's been a long time uh, since then. And there was an expectation that in 2008, 2009, maybe it will uh, show its head again, and and it didn't. Um, So, you know, uh, economics is sort of developing, and you keep updating with uh, data. And when you see that these things did not happen after 2008, 2009, um, people started thinking, well, maybe it's not happened now as well. Uh, These are uh, sort of... Uh, the same uh, processes that, that are going on, and, and 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 maybe inflation is more of of a thing of of, of the past. Um, but, but I think you know, if, if, if when I look at it, I say, well, uh, clearly this crisis is quite different uh, from 2008, uh, 2009, and and uh, there are other factors uh, at play. I mean, r- right now, I think what we are seeing that is quite different um, is that big imbalances between uh, supply and demand uh, for various goods. Uh, So on the one hand, you have uh, sort of pent-up demand for various things like uh, uh, cars and trips and and things like that. Uh, On the other hand, because of various uh, frictions in the supply chain, uh, various frictions in hiring, you see problems in supply. And, And those things are pushing prices up. So we start seeing that in play. Then on top of that, you have all the uh, government and monetary uh, stimulus. So this can push to, to some inflation. And, and, and I think, you know, it's, it's really sort of an interesting question now how long it's, it's going to last. I think, uh, y- you know, we, we, can, we can guess, but uh, I, I think we, we should uh, wait, wait and see. How much of an element then also – you potentially put in here kind of the labor dynamics that we're seeing play out right now. We mentioned it earlier in the show. Obviously, the you know the April jobs report at two hundred sixty six thousand was on, you know on a normal month it would be a pretty good number, but the expectations were obviously a lot higher. You mentioned about the stimulus. There have been some economists that have talked about the impact of the stimulus maybe holding back people from you know going to get that job. Now we may have states. Uh, that are starting to pull back on some of those extra benefits. And it makes you wonder whether or not, you know, some of this this slowdown in, in the labor markets that we've seen may start to work its way out over the next month or two. Yes, I, I think I think that's true. Uh, and and I, I think that goes back to the same point 
that this is really right now a period of adjustment, right? There is a period of adjustment when it comes to prices, demand and supply for goods and the prices of goods. And it's also a period of adjustment when it comes to the labor market. Uh, I think, as you point out, we still have some of the things that were in place uh, during the pandemic, um, the th- policies that uh, sort of give people incentive not to go back uh, to work. Um, and, and those things are still there, and, and there are still uncertainties about the pandemic. Uh, we still don't have uh, full in-person uh, schooling in, in many places, which puts constraints on uh, parents and their flexibility to, to work. So, so it's really sort of a, a period of adjustment where many things are going on, and as a result, it's kind of hard to sort of read the data and, and tell what's, what's going to happen next. And, and remember that I think in the back of everyone's mind, there is also still some uncertainty about uh, what's going to happen with the pandemic. Are we really sure. out of the woods and uh, can uh, move forward? Or, or maybe there will be some uh, more uh, developments and uh, we will go back to the previous uh, state. So, so uh, I, I think all this is still up in the air and you see it in various uh, pieces of data like prices and employment and so on that – are sort of extreme and and surprising in many ways. Itai, great to talk to you as always. Thank you very much for your insight, sir. Okay, thank you very much. Great to be with you. Thank you. Itai Goldstein, who is a finance professor here at the Wharton School. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.